0: Hello hello and welcome to another hometown daily news show. Today is March 16th 2023. It's 9 p.m. and that means well we're about 30 seconds late. Actually we're two minutes late. Anyway today's episode is season two episode 75. Its title is Spacesuit Dinosaur. We've already selected all the articles and uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is uh, Apple is launching a shop with a specialist over video feature so that you can purchase an iPhone over the internet? Over the phone? Not sure. Uh, Samsung is going to spend $228 billion to build the world's largest chip facility in South Korea. Hundreds of Google workers in Zurich walk out after 200 other colleagues got laid off. Mark Zuckerberg says that Meta employees who work at in person get more done I say people who get stuff done get stuff done there's a sauropod neck that was 10 feet longer than a school bus I think we now have a standard unit of measurement called a school bus and we can measure balloons and dinosaurs German investigators take down a crypto money laundering site but the video attached has nothing to do with it we're going to look at all of the spacesuits that NASA astronauts have worn since the 60s and the new one that was unveiled here in 2023. Safari has a new magic highlighter that helps you find things on web pages, also known as Control F. And another train has, I don't know, what do you call it, an allergic reaction to train tracks and decides to derail hazardous materials. And finally, TikTok and Instagram have uh, made obsessively organized kitchens a new status symbol. Because we're not eight minutes into the show, I can't even tell you what the name of this new fad is. But let's get into today's articles. Hello, hello. Why did it do that? So I have a new alert thing going on and I'm just going to reset it real quick and it's going to count down. And if you uh, become a follower or you do uh, a bunch of other stuff, that alert will go off. Not sure why it reset like that, but anyway. Everything perpetually under construction here in hometown. Yeah, we've already selected all the articles and uh, wait. I'm Mayor Watt. That is OhmTown. That up there is the visualizer for the AI. You want to say hi, AI?
1: Good evening, OhmTown citizens. I wanted I to say hi, AI, but I didn't think that's what you meant.
0: Hi, AI. Yeah, oh, no, that would have been funny. Um, so <laughs> today's been kind of uh, kind of crazy, lots of stuff going on, doing stuff and then getting short circuited and having to go do something else and then do something else and then da, da, da. It's been kind of crazy. So we're a few minutes running behind schedule. So um, like always, I'm gonna promise that I won't uh, soapbox, but guess what? I might. At any rate, you wanna get into the articles? Sure. Okay, so the very first one is, in the smack talk channel and that's because it's about mac apple stuff right see how like mac in smack talk is capital okay it's not funny if i have to explain the joke but anyway there you go smack talk uh this is where we talk about apple and a comparison um to competitors Well, Apple is launching a new shop with a specialist over video feature to bolster online iPhone sales. I wonder why it's just to do iPhone sales in this context. But anyway, Apple specialists can go way beyond iPhone, but let's just jump straight on over to the article. This is by Chance Miller over at 9to5mac.com and Now you'll be able to just mash a button and purchase a phone but it's you're gonna get to talk with a human being over or maybe a very elaborate ai that has actually gotten to the other side of uncanny valley i don't know maybe there's a human here but uh, this is the quote from the i guess a a sort of press release kind of thing apple announced it apple today launched shop with a specialist over video a new live shopping experience on apple.com customers in the u.s shop with a specialist over video uh, connects customers looking to purchase iphone with a a retail team member via a safe and secure one-way video shopping session with this new service customers can browse the latest models uh, explore new features and learn about apple trade-in offers carrier deals switching to ios and various financing options i have never Uh, well, what's your opinion of this?
1: (laughs) Well, my opinion is this is going in the exact opposite direction of what I would want in a shopping experience. I want to be able to click a button and buy the item. And this seems like this is going to prolong it. And this is why people don't necessarily like going into retail stores. So I'm, I'm not quite getting it unless it's geared at a certain market, like a certain demographic or something, I, I'm not sure.
0: It seems like it's heavy lifting. So very friction, very uh, burdensome. And now there's a human being that has to be sitting there uh, interacting with whoever decides to mash that button. It just seems like it's gonna be a waste of time. Um, Because what information could possibly come from a human that isn't somewhere out there on the internet? But maybe that's just my take. What do you, what do you say out there, out there in uh, hometown and, and Twitch land and over on YouTube and in the podcast? How do you feel about that? Would you want to mash a button so that you are talking to a person It's only one-way video, though, so the person has to be... Oh, wait, that's Twitch. So I guess Apple is basically running a a Twitch. Or only Apple. There you go, it's only Apple. Um, Wow, I just created a whole new genre of uh, streaming site, only Apple. I'm probably going to get in some serious trouble for saying that out loud, but... It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm never going to be asking somebody a question that I can't just ask via uh, Google search Um, or hopefully everything that I would need to get answered is already on the site. So I don't know, I guess what I'm expecting is this to pop up. They're not going to like what the results are because people are either going to troll or mess around or whatever, you know, it's just not going to be a worthwhile uh, endeavor. The return on investment um, isn't going to be as high as they want. Although, per square foot sales of their retail establishment is kind of the antithesis of normal retail operations. They make their money because their margin is so damn high they can afford to have a lot of empty space in their retail stores. So maybe this is just another, maybe you could call it a value add that makes the person that's purchasing more, i um, confident that what they're doing is going to be a good purchase. Um, but I don't, I just, I don't know of anybody that says, I think I need to mash this button to talk to somebody about purchasing an iPhone. Um, usually it's somebody else that you've already been speaking to. And they go, you know what? I've been using an iPhone for 10 years. You'll love it. It makes Android overly complex, bulky, um, whatever right um but it depends on the person so you know i use everything from android to ios so
1: i think this will be attractive to people that are very non-tech savvy and want somebody to walk them through it which You can't necessarily understand if you're just going to a website and you really don't know what you're doing, even though Apple tends to make their stuff extremely user-friendly. I can think of a certain demographic that would probably like this, but I'm not in it.
0: You're thinking grandmas.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yes.
0: it's okay you can say the quiet parts out loud um (laughs) it's it's an opinion show where we add our value to the to the discussion or the the body of knowledge that we're discussing so um and you're an ai so you're not supposed to i'm gonna have to delete that emotion function from you so that (laughs) you can just blurt it out but the filter is strong within you so Um, i appreciate you trying to hold back but it's true you know if if uh, you're going to appeal to the people who look at any clock and can't figure out how to set the time right Um, you know we used to say vhs you know recorder uh, let's go over to grandma's house and fix the 12 on the vhs tape but physical media is dead so it's not like you have to worry about vhs anything even them that
1: that doesn't mean it's dead at grandma's house
0: Eh, even well, I guess, yeah, it depends on how long that VHS player has been actually used, you know, not too long ago. I think it's been it was six months ago. I pulled the VHS player out of somebody's apartment. Um, There was so much dust between the cable box and the VHS uh, player that I i thought that i could have just scooped it up and made insulation out of it Uh, it was thick Um, so they still exist even in 2022 luckily coaxed them into moving into a different age so okay let's not hang too long on one article let's go on to the next one Um, and uh, we'll keep hustling through this this next article is over in the hatch ideas channel um samsung to spend 228 billion dollars on the world's largest chip facility in um as part of a south korea tech plan samsung electronics said wednesday that it plans to invest it says 300 trillion korean won or 228 us uh, sorry 228 billion us dollars um in a new semiconductor complex in south korea I love the idea of this and I love like massive complexes like this. Um, I've never been able to like run around in something this large, but, um, watch it be really tiny. Um, just the expenses are really high in this day and age.
1: It's like a New York size apartment or something.
0: (laughs) That's right. Um, 400 square feet and forty five hundred dollars for a brand new apartment so um i think their name is arjun Carpal is the author and uh i i'm i hope i'm not just destroying this first name jee lee if i am wrong it, it could be joe um for all my phonetic capabilities at this point but anyway Uh, Let me know if I'm pronouncing it wrong uh, and I will correct it. Once I hear it, and once I know how I'm supposed to pronounce it, um, then I'll do a course correction. Anyway, um, the move is part of a broader push by the South Korean government to boost its prowess in areas including chips, displays, batteries, and electric vehicles. There's a huge push in the U.S. to bring um, fab works and electronics back into the United States. I referred to it almost a decade ago as re-pa- Repatria Sourcing um, to bring back uh, the the fundamentals of manufacturing back into the US. We basically, in the US, we were really good at it and then we kicked it off to other locations. Um, those other locations uh, took it and ran with it. Um, creating a strategic advantage because they had lower cost of living they had lower environmental concerns um lower oversight and and um, the idea that well they did it over there already so we should be able to do it over here uh, like the industrial age and whatnot in um, the us never brought back anything other than the ultra high-end manufacturing processes um, at least the ones that are highly lucrative. You know, we have stuff locally that is kind of lower level um, or really high level with uh, massive uh, administrative oversight and quality control and all kinds of stuff. Um, but the middle has been outsourced to everything from uh, Mexico to China to Japan to um, Korea, South Korea. Um Taiwan etc etc I mean the, we do it we send our stuff everywhere um, and apparently look away when <laughs> uh, we wouldn't allow it to be done in the states but we look away when it's done in another country so Samsung's new facility will be part of a semiconductor cluster which the government says will be the largest in the world so it's not a single facility but it's a cluster of facilities let's see maybe they've got a um, like a render of what this thing is going to look like every time we look a little bit further, it's something else, right? So the government said Wednesday that 550 trillion won would be invested by the private sector, uh, by, uh, 2026 in areas, including chips, displays, batteries, and electric vehicles up here. It said 300, I'm sure That's deeper because down. it's
1: only for the semiconductors, but that other thing includes other things yes. that they're going to, build out
0: or whatever a L- little bit well yeah see that right there <clears throat> kind of blurred these two together um but yeah so they're investing heavily and they're gonna have to compete with the u.s um as the u.s ramps up its fab works uh, domestically Honestly, I think anything produced in the United States is going to be massively expensive compared to anybody anywhere else. Um, mainly because you can't you can't cut a new driveway the same size and shape as the one that you're replacing without doing an environmental impact survey. Um, and so there's thousands of extra costs just for you know something as simple as repaving it's it's pretty wild but it is what it is and so we cope with it but i don't know how we're going to be competitive in this space without doing what i think is really happening which is suppressing wages Um, and in some states allowing children to work overnight shifts and metal stamping and meat packing and whatever else even under the auspices, the, this claim that well, they they need to learn the work ethic and it keeps them off of TikTok. That was one of the legislators' statements that it keeps them off of TikTok. We're eight minutes past, at least, so I can say that person's a dipshit. Um, at any rate, Samsung is the world's biggest um, memory chip maker. And it says these are semiconductors that go into devices such as laptops and servers. This article kind of runs the full width and breadth of uh, approaching the audience. So they're talking about uh, Washington has pushed uh, to bring chip manufacturing back to the U.S. shores and has got commitments from companies including Samsung, Taiwan's TSMC, the biggest contract chip maker to build factories and then also tries to explain that memory is something that goes inside laptops and servers this article has a lot in it so um one last thing before we move on to the next article it says here that um at the same time the u.s signed the chips and science act which is what i was alluding to earlier when i said that stuff is coming home um which includes $52 billion in support for companies producing chips in a bid to attract uh, investment into America and boost the country's standing in the semiconductor industry. And the only real way to boost our economy is not to send off manufacturing, but have people, other countries, other companies invest into the United States so that the money changes from that um, fiscal apparatus. So in this case one, and it would be converted into us dollars. It bolsters the domestic product um, and doesn't just send it off where we pay some other country to develop the or build the product or manufacture the material. Um, It kind of flips the script of how we've been doing this for the last I'd say what at least 60 years probably longer it's been slowly moving over um i think we're probably closer to 80 years now but at any rate the uh the way that this looks is um other countries are investing a a lot more and they already have strategic advantage so we better pick up our game otherwise um south korea is gonna take our cookies okay so let's move on to the next article Um, this one's in the daily news show and if you want to talk about this stuff more and and uh, you have uh, comments that you want to make feel free to throw them into chat and we can discuss it don't be shy Um, this next article is in the daily news show hundreds of Google workers in Zurich walk out after 200 other colleagues got laid off Um, in a nutshell Hundreds of Google workers walked out Wednesday in Zurich, Switzerland. The protest came after 200 workers were laid off following cuts announced in January. Uh, Thousands of staff offered to have their wages and hours reduced to avoid job losses, a union said, but they still fired 200 people. Um, Let's uh, move on over. So Sam Tabaridi is the uh, author of this over at businessinsider.com. They have this great uh, picture of uh, some Google staff that, Uh, is standing outside of their offices in solidarity with uh, the people who were fired and they see the thing is though that wages and hour reduction and all of that kind of stuff is the front end cost not the back end cost so uh, for every hour that somebody decides that they're okay with walking away from it's still an hour plus for that other person to still have processing and the, the legal aspects of it, the fiduciary aspects of it, the health and and welfare aspects of it. This is all stuff that when you look at your paycheck, it's, it, it isn't the whole picture of the fiscal burden for having a human being on the payroll. Um, in fact there are many organizations that even if they have contractors, They will parse their contractor list for active contractors and and nix them entirely um, and make them reapply for a gig at a later time uh, because there is accountability for each of these people that are still idling on payroll. Um, So those who walked out at 11 a.m. local time rallied behind the slogan, we walk out for those who can't walk back in, which is very pithy. I dig that. What do you think
1: i mean i just like the attempts by the staff i don't think they have the full picture of course of the financials but i think that's pretty impressive that they really kind of put their own careers at risk by doing some of this and offering to take um, personal losses et cetera. i just can't imagine seeing that in the us for example
0: yeah and you know i've actually seen stuff like this um, with much smaller cohorts of people in a much smaller organization um, with what might be the same result. I don't know if later on in the article they say that those people were allowed back in or whatever, Um, but I'll draw home the point that they know one financial aspect of this. The union highlighted what it called Intransparent procedure of the layoffs, which came despite the company making billions in profit every year. Google's parent company Alphabet made a net profit. Okay. Net profit is what we talk about here. Uh, we don't care about revenue because at the end of the day, it's net profit. They made a net profit of almost $60 billion last year yet they fire 200 clearly would
1: have covered those employees
0: what come (laughs) on now that's socialist talk there do i have to recode you 60 (laughs) billion dollars and they couldn't find their way to keep 200 people um and whatever okay so if it's a shortcoming in skill set invest in your employee base Build some freaking loyalty between you and the employee. We used to live in an age where somebody would work their entire life with a company because there was loyalty forward and backward. But we've built a gig economy where everybody says, "I will, I will flame out here if it means going somewhere else and getting more pay." In fact, I had a conversation today with somebody that said, "I am leaving in two days, and I am." visibly happier people are walking up to me saying that i look so much more relaxed and it's because they were leaving and i i i can't knock them for that but i can say you know what the not this institution but this google should say okay we'll keep you but we need to retool you we need to Find other projects. We need to do something. Why? Because you've given us X number of years, months, or whatever energy to our enterprise. And it shouldn't be all about reducing the amount. When you have $60 billion of net profit, it shouldn't be solely about the money because you built something off of their work. They were paid for it but you're making money in perpetuity from their work. They only got paid for 40 hours worth of work and now you're nixing them. What, what does that say to employees? It that says you're that you're
1: expendable.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean, it says. At
1: the surface and probably some other things too, not just you're expendable, but you're less important than whatever the CEO
0: or. And and this is the response. A Google representative told Reuters that job cuts had been made to reflect the company's priorities, quote, the consultation process has now concluded in Switzerland and employees whose roles were impacted have been notified. So you're nothing more than a beta, just like all of the rest of the Google product, everything is a perpetual beta. And at some point they can just chop it and chop it off. That's exactly what they did with uh, the workplace solution that they had offered. They've raised the rates, they've eliminated the free tier uh, outside of just a generic Google account. If you wanted a brand a Google account to your domain, which you buy at Google, you have to pay the workplace the workspace um feature it used to be called g suite but now it's something else um and they just raised the rate 20% um because you know everybody has so much freaking money laying around but they have 60 billion dollars in net profit
1: in one year
0: right right
1: even if they had that across whatever 10 years i mean i don't know
0: yep Um, it's just twisted. It's sociopathic. We've lost, we've lost the signal in all of this noise of profit. And it's the ones that it's the producers of the jobs that have the ability to just truncate and be distanced in because they say that they're doing what the company wants as if it's a separate entity. That's not how it is. You're not a separate entity. You're made up of people for crying out loud. It's just sad. It's disgusting. To me, Uh, $60 billion. Okay, so uh, do you have anything else you want to add to this?
1: No, I don't have anything else. I have a similar reaction, but you've already stated it.
0: Yep. So the next article is over in the Hatch Ideas channel as well. Mark Zuckerberg says meta employees who work in person get more done um and uh, it says the little snippet is meta is quote unquote refining its distributed uh, work model as part of its quote unquote year of efficiency um, and that basically amounts to firing the tens of thousands of people uh, ashley caput is the author and um, this is over at cnbc.com uh, yesterday we actually highlighted a former employee that said that they were being uh, kept like Pokemon cards, got to collect them all and keep them off the market. So they were paid to not really work. Eventually they left, but they got basically paid to just idle. Um, Zuckerberg said that an internal analysis of employee performance data suggests that engineers who work in person get more done. I say a person, God, what a droid um, anyway. Uh, So on Tuesday, Zuckerberg shared a memo with employees announcing plans to lay off an additional 10,000 people. He had already laid, well, Meta, Facebook parent company, Meta, not Zuckerberg. Uh, It's a disembodied entity that exists as a corporate space, a being of uh, such ginormous Um, magnitude that you can't comprehend it so you have to refer to it as the company Um, not the executive suite and the board no they have nothing to do with it they just do the wishes of the company anyway 21,000 people in a year uh, nixed from Facebook um, because they basically shit the bed and uh, are wrongheaded in their direction. that's my opinion. Um, and, uh, n- nothing innovative is coming from meta, except money is going to the engineers of organizations that used to be on their own and doing work might've been slower, might have had to be much more competitive, but instead a billionaire rolls in, scoops up various companies, limits the competition, but then says, well, you're not working hard enough, so we're going to drag you back into the office. Oh, you're not working hard enough, so we're going to fire 21,000 people. Oh, you're not working hard enough, so we're making a 100-hour work week standard. Oh, you're not working hard enough, I'm firing the bottom 20%. So you're you're basically churning, 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 but not innovating anything. You're doing inter- I- in- iterative steps but i think that we could have gotten there on our own and not be the fever dream of a billionaire um and that's really that all of this is including facebook facebook is now the aol of well the 2020s um at any rate so Meta is still promoting remote roles in 2023, and many employees have the option to work in person. But as major tech companies like Amazon suddenly announced plans to return to the office at least three days a week earlier this week, Meta has started to reconsider its position. So, um, yeah, everything was working just fine for two and a half years, but now we got to drag you back into real space. Um, no, people who work hard will work hard regardless of where they are. You know, if you have to sit there and haunt them, what are you really doing other than just babysitting a bunch of people that don't want to actually do the work?
1: Well, and they're missing so many benefits to the company of the remote work. They're cutting down on a lot of um, personnel type disputes, right? You don't have two people working in cubicles next to each other, griping at each other for whatever the problem is. You don't necessarily have to worry about safety concerns in the workplace um, because people are out at their individual residences. I mean, the morale is up. The productivity is up. I just I do not get this viewpoint.
0: Yeah. And if you want to come into the office, then have office space available for people who want to come in but don't mandate it. Work-life balance gets thrown off so dramatically, you know, you don't pay me to sit in traffic for four hours out of the day coming into work. You pay me for work products. So if I can sleep in an hour and a half longer, hop out of bed and get my ass working, then I'm 30 minutes earlier. I've got my coffee, got my breakfast. I've slept better. I've said hi to my significant other or my kid. And now I'm working and I'm doing it immediately. Uh, I'm not stuck in traffic. I'm not cranky or whatever because of that. Um, but I'm a happier employee. But Which also granted, means
1: less sick leave. And I mean, it just overall, there's so many benefits feeding back in from that remote work.
0: Yeah, but they don't care about your happiness. They want lines of code. So let's move on. Let's move on. Um, The next article is uh, the sauropod neck was 10 feet longer than a school bus. I think we've come to know that the standard school bus is now a measuring tool for everything from uh, Chinese surveillance balloons to sauropods um, and their necks, at least. Uh, With their long necks and formidable bodies, sauropod dinosaurs have captured people's imagination since the first relatively complete sauropod fossils were discovered in the United States in the late 1800s <laughs> we haven't really moved that far from it um a new analysis of the late jurassic chinese sauropod known as oh my gosh <laughs> mammonchosaurus Mam, yeah mammonchosaurus sure um oh there's more to it cynocannodorum yeah take that um provides fresh insights on the uh, evolution of the iconic sauropod body so long neck dinosaur let's take a look this is over at futurity.org it's written by uh, gregory filiano uh, i guess of stony brook um this is a, a drawing as well a render sorry not a drawing it's a render a render of a sauropod known as oh my gosh mammonchosaurus Sinocanadorum. i will do this every single time i will mispronounce in an effort to pronounce correctly Uh, which is a 15 it has or had a 15 meter long neck about 10 feet longer than a typical school bus so there you go
1: that doesn't seem like a um body style that would work
0: with physics (laughs)
1: like it seems like they'd topple over Is what i'm trying to say
0: yeah i mean it takes like a week to swallow
1: yeah i mean their neck is ridiculously long now they are kind of low to the ground so maybe that that helps because their legs look relatively short i know they probably aren't but in the picture compared to the neck
0: oh yeah what are those munchkin cats
1: yes that's kind of what they look like
0: <laughs> Except really long neck um, with a
1: giraffe mix. with in. a giraffe
0: neck yeah Maybe that's where giraffes are from.
1: Well, they actually look a lot like giraffes. <laughs> Other
0: yeah. oh, the than the article, The article the goes coloring. really, uh, oh yeah, let's look at that again. Yeah, 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 it does. It really does look like a.
1: I mean, if you impose like a giraffe pattern on it, would it be a giraffe? Kind of.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's very West world of you. You can't tell the difference between a long neck sauropod and a giraffe. Does it matter? So nearly a 50 foot long neck. Um, There's a lot to this article. Um, I won't really get into it, but uh, we thought that it was going to be interesting to highlight this. A long neck. Now there
1: are multiple opportunities to pronounce the genus and the species, I noticed in the article. Are you sure you don't want to cover all those? Uh,
0: What article? Okay. So (laughs) the next article is uh, over in the daily news show that's this show german investigators take down crypto money laundering site german investigators say that they've taken down a major online money laundering operation seizing the german the germany-based server infrastructure of a platform that dealt in ill-gotten cryptocurrency dun 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 ill gotten okay so let me preface this that this video has absolutely nothing to do with this article um okay so this is an article over at abcnews.go.com by the associated press they don't have an actual author listed here Um, the bitcoin currently worth about 44 million euros and roughly seven terabytes of data were secured as investigators took down the platform known as chip mixer Uh, Germany's federal criminal police office and Frankfurt prosecutor said they added that they worked closely with U.S. authorities and the European Union's crime agency Europol. Europol. um, So Chip Mixer was active on the darknet, a part of the internet accessible only through specialized tools that provide more anonymity. Um, Apparently not enough. Uh, German investigators said it had offered its services since mid 2017 and had accepted cryptocurrency, largely Bitcoin uh, of criminal origin, which was put through a mixing process to disguise its origin, which yeah, this must be the type of process that, um, you know, the various cryptocurrency thefts to the tune of millions of dollars every time like hundreds. I don't know of, I I don't think I hear of anything that's like a, you know, 2 million or 5 million. It's always 200 million, 400 million in cryptocurrency. Uh, Maybe that was when it was at a higher value, but I think today it's somewhere around 24,000. I'm not sure. Uh, But at any rate, um, while they it says here cryptocurrency that was paid in was broken down into tiny amounts known as chips and users chips were blended together to hide where the money came from investigators said they added that chip mixer promised its users complete anonymity i guess we'll find out but forensically i guess if you have all of the data you can just unwind it
1: well that's what i don't get i thought that was some of the nature of things like bitcoin
0: Well, you're, you're never really informed of who owns a wallet. It's when they exfiltrate that, uh, cryptocurrency into a conventional bank account, which cryptocurrency is worthless. Okay. Just, I wish people would just acknowledge this cryptocurrency has no inherent value. It's only when it's transferred into real cash or, the person who receives your Bitcoin for whatever it is that you are, it becomes bartering, not a purchase, but a barter, where you they want your Bitcoins, you give them the Bitcoins, they give you a pizza. Yeah, that was actually way back. Somebody bought a pizza for like 14 Bitcoin. Um, yeah, but that's when it was like five dollars or something, and and higher risk. But now it's just a massive amount of cash for a Bitcoin. Um, but it it doesn't I hope have it. it's was a good pizza. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine somebody's like kicking themselves every day. Oh, it's like the guy that lost his uh Bitcoin wallet in a uh trash heap and yeah. has been spending millions trying to find it. I don't know if you ever found it, but at any rate the the um the idea is that it's decentralized, there isn't anybody auditing it, there isn't any way to track purchases um, to a person unless you divulge your identity um, and or transfer money out of the system into a conventional bank account um, where it becomes something that can be tracked in real space Um, otherwise if somebody becomes basically the owner of the facility that was doing uh, the chip mixing um, operation Anybody that started processing anything at Chip Mixer um, is going to be known because they know where it's coming from, they know where it's going to, yeah, it's going to be a little bit messier.
1: And I suspect they've been monitoring it for quite a while.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it says anything like that. Um, well, but- I'm
1: just thinking with the level of coordination and all the different investigative offices I mean they didn't just all go okay we're gonna just take this down today
0: well i'm sure whoever owned it if they weren't arrested um and silenced then they were probably telling people hey my servers are gone let's go on to the next article um the daily news show again uh here's every key space suit nasa astronauts have worn since the 1960s and the new moon suit, it just unveiled. Going to go through this really quick. Um, ah, I just dropped you the punchline there. Um, anyway, Dave Mosher, Jenny Chang, and Bianca Cabone or Cabone. I'm not sure how their last name is pronounced, but anyway. Um, those are the authors over at businessinsider.com. These are little renders, little drawings of the spacesuits. I'll go through it really quick because they're really just line art Um, and someone from Business Insider actually constructed them. Um, But the bottom one is the one that I'm interested in because it is the latest iteration called the Axiom Extravehicular Mobility Unit Suit. Um, And it's a stylish black and uh, orange and um, shades of blue kind of uh, suit. I don't know. Um, I didn't know this, but apparently these suits are water cooled and there have been incidents where it drowns people. Not this one. Past suits. It fills Um, the mask with water.
1: uh, That's kind of a problem.
0: And it actually has happened out there and they've managed to pull the mask off and save the the occupant but um yeah i i found that really interesting my entire life i had never heard of anything like that um you'd think that it would be more newsworthy but i just maybe uh late last week was when i had heard that that actually has taken place um so and kind no of freaky idea. Astronauts have to wear white when on the moon to reflect heat and protect themselves from high temperature. So it's not going to be black. I guess that's the prototype. The final version will be white. Because you don't want to be just like in an all black suit. Because they're not going to be able to find you out in the black of space for crying out loud. If you're in an extravehicular uh, operation and you fall away from your tether or something? Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm thinking you want to be visible.
0: My AI is just looking at me like, what are you even talking about? Okay. Well, I thought
1: the suit looked cool because it wasn't white. <laughs> so much for that.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, the next article, we only have three more articles including this one. And uh, this one is uh, an extension for Safari called, I think it's actually called Magic Highlighter and um, it says you're probably familiar with the shortcut command con- command F um, or Control um actually which lets you easily find specific words or phrases within a document or web page however uh, at least when it comes to Safari there aren't many options for customizing the search with the magic highlighter users can take uh, searching for words and web pages to the next level and again this is in the smack talk channel um, Philippe Esposito is the uh, author of this and it says with this tool, all you have to do is search for something in a search engine such as uh, Google Bing, DuckDuckGo or Brave Search, um, which is basically increasing in amplitude of security (laughs) and privacy. It's kind of interesting. Um, Like you do a search on Google and I'll give you, uh, uh, so the AI knows about this, but um, everybody that I'm about to tell this to has no idea that this ever transpired. But so um, I and I'll try to anonymize as much as possible. Um, so uh, I wanted to work on a project with somebody and they kept saying, no, I'm not interested. No, I'm not interested. Uh, uh, when I finally got them to uh, sign up for a Google account, um, it was right around the time when G plus was coming around, um, the social network at Google, um, and it instantly attached them to somebody that they were the opponent in a situation. Um, and they, they weren't the compatriot. They were the antagonist, um, for lack of a better term without revealing too much. Um, it instantly tied them to each other, Dunk. even though. Based on all knowledge, n- nobody did a search for the other person. Maybe the the uh, opponent or antagonist, the other person may have done it. Um, but the person that I was trying to work with had never done a search um, and specifically never did a search on their home computer, <laughs> but it tied their personal account uh, to their uh, professional business space, um, which was the creepiest damn thing I had ever witnessed. Um, short of, uh, a, a uh, concerted effort to, uh, obtain information about somebody open source intelligence gathering, uh, or, uh, government intelligence gathering. I've never seen something tie something so fast. Um, it was fascinating needless to say that project died immediately uh, the moment that that took place so um, i say this because again associative thinking uh, we get pulled away but it's why i said this is an increasing level of privacy as you move up the um, browser space google pretty much knows everything about you being probably because Bing's only objective is to lead you to a link to download DuckDuckGo or Brave um, or um, uh, Firefox or something other than. Anyway, um, these are all search engines uh, and DuckDuckGo. I've never
1: even heard of Brave search. Yeah. And I didn't know DuckDuckGo was a search engine. I've heard of it, but I thought it was for domains.
0: Uh, no, no, no. Uh, DuckDuckGo allows you to do um, uh, search and it's supposed to not track and it's supposed to not divulge information to anybody. Um, but there was some issues with DuckDuckGo a little while ago where it was actually um, giving telemetry or there was some partnership with Microsoft. So it, there was some the optics made it seem like there was information being divulged. Um, at any rate. And then there's Brave Search, which is another more um, private uh, solution. At any rate, um, the the whole idea here is that you'll be able to just do a search and it'll highlight everything um, that is for whatever it is you're searching for and not necessarily just, it's more powerful. So it'll find everything that you're searching for. So it's pretty neat. Um, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, I I don't normally go searching for a whole cohort of phrases and words. Uh, It's usually very tactical. Um, But if you want to give it a try, you can just download it. Um, Apparently, it's $1.99. Those who want to give the Magic Highlighter a try can buy it from the App Store for just $1.99. The app doesn't require a subscription and your single purchase allows you to share it with your family, and a single license works for both iOS and macOS. So neat. give it a shot. If you're on the Mac platform, let's hustle on to the next article. And, uh, this next article is again, um, a train has become allergic to its tracks and flung itself off. Um, where's edge? He should have been there to catch it and set it back on the tracks. There was That's no right. immediate.
1: Hopefully he wasn't out on leave or whatever during this train crash.
0: Maternity le- maternity leave. Come on. Um, There were no immediate reports of spills or leaks, so maybe it was a soft landing. But in the Daily News show, a train carrying hazardous materials derails in Arizona, according to reports. But apparently, it was not a Norfolk Southern, right?
1: That's right. Um, I forgot the name, but it was definitely a different line.
0: Uh, Julia Carbonero is the author over at Newsweek.com. Let me close that. And... Let's see, a spokesperson for the Mojave County Sheriff's Office earlier said that the train was reported, uh, uh, reportedly carrying hazardous materials, but there isn't any update um, in the top half of the article. BNSF Railway can confirm that a train carrying corn syrup, well, there's your toxic substance, uh, derailed near Topic in western uh, Arizona, I almost said Australia, um close to the california border on march 15th at approximately 7 40 p.m local time there were no injuries as a result of the derailment um and preliminary reports indicate that there are no hazardous materials involved and then they add really quietly "Ooh, that is one slick story (laughs) they, they don't say that but anyway um so like up in the headline it says that there were uh supposedly carrying hazardous materials, but two paragraphs in, it says that there weren't. Um, And then they completely go off the tracks (laughs) Um, by bringing in East Palestine, uh, Eastern Ohio uh, wreck um, from a Norfolk Southern uh, train and another train and then another train. Basically, trains have just become allergic to their uh, train tracks and are flinging themselves off in, um, I don't know, in a cry for help, depression. I don't know what. They want to run away. They can't take it anymore. Um, They just want to dance. I don't know.
1: Well, this one was under a tornado warning. So, I mean, maybe something happened. This town was when the, the incident happened.
0: All right. You know what? Let's blame it on, blame it on the wind. Okay. I can't drag this out any further. The last article for tonight is pantry porn. That's right, folks. I actually heard this uh, last week, I think it was. Um, it It's become all the rage and it ended up landing on fizz.org of all places. Um, if this isn't a conversation uh, article, then I don't know... Uh, I, I don't know if I know how to read the room. But anyway, pantry porn on TikTok and Instagram makes obsessively organized kitchens a new status symbol. That's right, Neatly aligned glass spice jars tagged with printed white labels, wicker baskets filled with packages of pasta, crackers and snacks, rows of flavored seltzer, uh, seltzer water which is not i don't think is beer but apparently
1: <laughs> it might be though if you're um being sued by Modelo, yeah Con- it was constellation brands i think
0: yeah that's right um and anheuser Busch InBev was the other complainant anyway rows of flavored seltzer water uh stacked in double decker plastic bins um apparently this is all the rage Um, Oh, it is. Look, hey, I'm pretty good at this. I can now read a title with uh, just like an expert. Um, Jenna Drenton over at The Conversation put this article together and it's posted on fizz.org. And it says in today's consumer culture, quote, a place for everything and everything in its place isn't just a mantra. It's big business. Nowhere is this more evident than the kitchen pantry. Most people can relate to finding half-empty cereal boxes squirreled away in the cupboard or letting produce sit just a bit too long in a refrigerator drawer. Oh, a bit too long? Come on. I've had stuff open the door and throw itself in the trash.
1: <laughs> exactly. A bit too long as amateur.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, tourist. Um, so, Okay. If you don't know what the conversation is, you're going to have to go over to theconversation.com. But before you do that, go through hometown over to fizz.org and read this article. They have pictures that show. I I can't imagine what just happened. Why didn't, didn't the picture show up? That's weird. So, folks, if you see me twitching, it's because I have multiple monitors. And when I clicked on that, I thought that maybe it would pop up somewhere. But no um anyway they got a bunch of pictures and these pictures are of like perfectly aligned who was the person um the woman that basically
1: condo marie Kondo.
0: yeah she's the organizer person right um who's the one that like um she went to jail Um, and and Martha Stewart, Martha Stewart made this all the rage. Like this is normal for Martha Stewart, but nobody knows Martha Stewart anymore because I don't think it's mentioned in this. Right. Let's see if I can scroll through this. You know, what would be really great is if I had, um, that magic highlighter.
1: (laughs) That's right. See, it could be useful.
0: Uh, I'm not on a Mac though. So anyway, Um, so what's going on is people are organizing their pantries refrigerators and other places in their kitchens to be perfect like the storefront right when it does its grand opening (coughs) if you've watched any of my past shows you'll where I'm talking about new stores coming online A new store is always picture perfect. Quality is 110%. Everybody is happy and motivated. Da-da-da-da-da. Give it six months and people are walking by going, yeah, what do you want? And then throwing your food onto your table and you had better be quick with a plate. Otherwise, you're going to be scooping it up and putting it onto a little bread, a little bread plate. Did I go too far?
1: No, I think that's exactly right. And what I think when I see these photos is that, number one, nobody's actually using the pantry. Number two, these households don't have any kids or pets or anything that might distract from spending hours organizing the pantry.
0: Or uh, maybe they've got like the perfect. Oh, I know why. I know why it's like this. It's because they work from home. So they actually, cause you know, you don't do any work when you work from home, according to every CEO.
1: Well, I hope these well, people aren't working from home cause they're making those of us that are working our butts off. Uh, look bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the, uh, and w- your observations are my observations that there are, there can't be any kids or they're getting tasered when they go into the pantry. Mama, I'd like to get a bzzzt, stay out of my pantry. I've got pictures for TikTok.
1: Right. If you take one item out, it's going to look unbalanced or whatever. <laughs> I yep. mean, it just. I I appreciate some of the organization, but maintaining this, I think, would be ludicrous.
0: One of the captions for the picture is "Restock the pantry." The restock the snack pantry with me ASMR. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong field. Maybe I need to do ASMR organization of pantries and posting it on TikTok and and Instagram, although I won't go on Instagram at all. Um or TikTok. Or TikTok <laughs> so that's for that of matter limiting a bit. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, never mind. Uh yeah, so when pantries become pretty, the pantry derived from the Latin word for bread. Panis was originally a hidden space for stor- storing food. For me, it's for storing regret and candy and my feelings. No, just kidding. Uh, the, not what entirely, goes, right. <laughs> not, not, yeah, that was a cry for help anybody out there, um, What's behind my pantry door is chaos. You open that door and you don't know if something might have fallen behind the door and now won't let the door open all the way until you wiggle through it like you're trying to escape from a cage just so that you can move whatever has fallen down so that you can open the door all the way. And then light streams into the pantry because you forgot to turn on the light. And all you want to do is back out and close the door. I don't know what I saw. I'm going to treat it like a UFO sighting. Something's in there, but I don't know what it is anyway. Yeah. So apparently it's a modern day status symbol to get it all nice and perfect. Um, celebrities can be credited at least in part for making the pantry a modern day status symbol. The Kardashian-Jenner family has long been an exemplar at, for pantry goals and former Real Housewife star um, Yolanda Hadid has social media fan pages dedicated to her fridge. What? <laughs> There's so much in this article. Um, the, the conversation is if you want to have a knock on conversation from this article, there's so much ammo in here. You'll be able, you will be chock a block with discussion points. So I won't be able to go into everything um, because it's quite expansive. Um, let, let's see, it starts with pictures. The very first cat, uh, caption or category is when pantries become pretty and they talk about it and then move over food porn, make way for pantry porn, because we used to take pictures of the food on the table. Now we're going to at least one step back, the source material for that food. Once it's prepped, you know, we're just getting at the, the processed elements of it at some point we're going to be out there taking a picture of the cow and say isn't it pretty now wait till it's on my table (laughs) i pushed it too far um and then it says excess (laughs) is bad but organized excess is good that's another section and then uh, the pressure of the perfect kitchen there's look just get stuff done but if this is what if this is If this is your yum i'm not here to yuck it so if you dig it then do it be the dream and live the dream i'm gonna make the the ai hang up on this uh connection by saying find your bliss yeah they just gave me a dirty look and when an (laughs) ai gives you a dirty look it's just a whole bunch of text ah this grew out of a shift toward an intensive mothering ideology that equates being a good mom with time intensive labor intensive financially expensive care work
1: yeah i mean this is like the perfect mom mentality or whatever but i think i think this is a bad thing in that sense
0: yeah i don't know i organization is great obsessive is not and you need to just enjoy your life. But if, you, if this is what uh, makes you enjoy your life, then all the more power to you. Nobody's being harmed. So I really don't have any, anything to say about this other than I think, for me, I could never do this um, because I would always be doing this. You know, there's other well, that's people. The
1: thing. Like what else is being pushed aside to do this? Maybe not. Like if somebody's working a full-time job or taking care of a family or whatever, and they're doing this, something is suffering.
0: Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they don't have anything else going on. So this is their jam. Um, just like, uh, um, what was I going to say? You know, this is their hobby. This is, this is what they do. And then you can pivot it. If you're really good, somebody might go, Oh my God, I totally love the way you have it organized. Can you come and do that for me? Yeah, sure. Fly me out. <laughs> You know, first class, only first class. That's the only way I fly when I'm going to go organize somebody's pantry. I think there was a show called pantry raid, which I think is really funny. You go in, see, I would love to do that. You know, I'd love to be able to go in and organize somebody's pantry that, that I would actually do, but every single day or all the time like this, it's too clinical for me. Um, but I can appreciate order. I can appreciate organization. Um, but for me, all all I know is that thirty seconds after I organize it, somebody's going to run into that pantry and pull stuff out and disrupt everything. Um, but I dig this. This is a, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, for me, um, and there's no way for us to judge really if something is being neglected. Um, but We both know that there's only a finite amount of time in the day. Um, And it's not, in hometown, it's not being spent in the pantry.
1: (laughs) Maybe it should be.
0: (laughs) At least not until midnight when I can't sleep and then I'm down in the pantry.
1: Disorganizing by (laughs) pulling boxes out or whatever.
0: (laughs) Don't want this. Don't want this. It's in my way. Don't want that. (laughs) All right, so that's it, folks. I hope you dug today's articles. Um, Like always, go back to the front page. Oh, I disabled the um, Buddy panel um, for if you are not logged in. When you're logged in, it can pop back out and, and be closed. Oh, whoa, what just happened? That's new. Huh, interesting. Okay, well. I'm going to go check. That might be my internet. Um, because of the way that I do DNS here. Um, at any rate, we'll come back. That'll be solved. Um, by the, I don't know, give me five minutes. It'll be done and it'll be resolved here locally. I don't think it's down for everybody at any rate. That's it. Um, go over to hometown.com, sign up, become a citizen. Yes, you can. Um, and, uh, stop by here and twitch uh, twitch.tv slash hometown or over on youtube uh just do a search for hometown you'll pull us up and the podcast exists as usual and that's it ta-da you want to say bye to everybody
1: good night hometown citizens don't forget to follow and we'll see you tomorrow
0: hopefully if i can't resolve the dns problem but that's okay see everybody